0: Hello and welcome to grounded Frequencies, I'm your host Daisy and it is on this podcast we talk about holistic health, spirituality, intentional living, natural healing and everything along those lines and today I'm going to talk about the most important relationship that you have in your life which is your relationship with yourself and I know last week's episode was a little more structured and factual but I'd say this is more of a spiritual topic, but I am sharing this because out of everything on my journey, cultivating a deep relationship with myself has helped me immensely. It's helped me through hard times in my life. It's helped me know my values and make the right decisions. And if you truly think about it, you're born alone. You die alone. The only person you ever have to trust and lean on is yourself And most people don't even know themselves and I think knowing that you're going to show up for you, that you're a reliable person that you can count on, just brings you such great peace in life. Just to paint an accurate picture of how I'm filming the podcast today, I had the best morning because it's been so rainy and cloudy here and it's the first clear day in ages so I spent All morning outside, playing with my dog, working out in the sun. Literally, my soul is full. Until, until I go to bring her water bowl inside and I trip over the fence. No one's home. Roll my ankle. I can't remember the last time I screamed and cried in physical pain. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's kind of funny because I'm just a clumsy bitch. Like that's, That is why I hurt myself, essentially. I thought it was a good time to do the podcast because I just have to sit down, but it's elevated and it still really hurts, but it's going to be okay. Moving along to what's actually important here, which is the topic at hand. I want to say when you know yourself, when you have a strong sense of self, which you can cultivate through many ways, which I'm going to talk about, you aren't easily influenced And you have a clear direction in life and you trust yourself. And these are all things that you can't buy. Yet they are so valuable to have. And I'm going to go on one of my usual tangents and just say that so many things in our world are set up to distract us on purpose. Like social media, like television, like the news and celebrity drama, these fabricated stories to purposefully move our attention away from things that actually matter even alcohol and processed foods and our obsession with working and productivity and all of these things disconnect us from our bodies we go into a completely dissociated and distracted state because our external environment is so stimulating we don't take the time to sit and become comfortable in our internal reality And when you have an entire population of people who aren't comfortable in silence, who don't know their values, who are disconnected from their souls, they are very easily influenced and controlled and will buy just about anything and go with the flow no matter the agenda. And that is why this is so important to me because I'm seeing this play out on a mass level and the result of it is a lot of people who are running from unprocessed trauma and are playing out destructive behaviors because of it there's lots of disease and sadness and it hurts my heart I want everyone to feel at home within themselves and this is what has personally worked for me and that's all I can share from my own life experiences so I'm going to start with my absolute favorite thing in the world that I will never stop promoting and that is journaling somehow this flowed into my existence and I just started writing and I never stopped writing but this is the number one tool that has helped me get to know myself more express my emotions in a safe place and be held by the universe because when you're writing you're essentially having a dialogue with yourself there is nobody else to read it or perceive it You can actually express yourself in the most authentic way. Even your ugliest emotions that you would never let anyone see. I have some pretty horrific journal entries. But there is literally no point in judging myself. Because these emotions need to be expressed somewhere. And I know that I am safe with myself. And somehow at the end of every journal entry or page. It all starts to make sense. Because when you visibly write out how you're feeling and all the situations and incidents that led to this you can start to put the puzzle pieces together it's almost like therapy with yourself that's actually what i would call journaling is therapy with yourself because for example you can write out i'm having a bad day today because this person did this oh and then you realize That that triggered me because of this reason and it's actually this pain from many years ago that I'm feeling now that I need to release. So I'm going to write all about it and let all of it out here and now it makes sense and now I'm free. I don't have to carry this weight on my shoulders because it's in front of me. It's not in my head anymore or my heart or my body. It's in front of me and you are actually technically meant to burn all of your journal entries, especially If they hold, you know, not positive emotions, you're not meant to reread them because when you reread something, you're actually affirming it. I've made this mistake before. Sometimes I write a really angry or really sad entry and I read it because I want to understand myself. But that is affirming the emotion. I didn't know this until my friend who studies kinesiology told me and she was like, yeah, you're meant to burn all your notebooks after you've used them. Otherwise, you're holding on to all of this past energy. And I was like, oh, weird. I'm definitely not burning my journals. I have this really weird attachment to them. As freeing and as amazing as it would feel to let go of all of it, I just have this picture in my mind of me being 80 and being able to open up a notebook and see inside the mind of myself at 16. Because by the time you're that old, you've forgotten what it feels like. To be that young or what you are going through, the little tiny details of your life in those moments who you were friends with, what you're going through. And I really want to do that. So I do have a box of them at my house (laughs) with a lock on it. I also used to keep them next to my bed in my bedside table, like all of my journals in that bedside table. And I really felt like it was fucking with my sleep, like I wasn't really sleeping very well. And I thought it was because literally all the past energy of my emotions and hardships and good times and bad times and dramas were right next to my head as I was sleeping. So I have moved them since. I know I should burn them, but I literally can't. My boyfriend did that. He burnt all of his past journals and he said it felt so good. And you know what? I'm happy for him, but I can't join him i think that says a lot about me the fact that i'm attached to them (laughs) i must be very attached to the past but anyway (laughs) at the end of every episode i also include journal prompts and i do this because it is so important to me and i love the journal prompts that people put out online because i think it helps many people start when they don't know where to start and there's so many exercises that you can do to learn more about yourself And once you start writing, sometimes you just get in this automatic flow and things come out that you never would have expected from your subconscious mind. They leach into your conscious mind and it's actually so magical because you get answers to things you didn't know the answer to before. And by doing exercises like this, I've been able to get really clear on my vision and values in life. And having both of these things to guide you especially for decision making, is so helpful because now when I'm making decisions in my life, I always think, does this align with my values? Does this align with my vision? And actually having like a really clear understanding of what you believe in and your desires gives you Just direction, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You are able to navigate life and move peacefully to where you actually want to go. It's not about forcing things and making them happen, but just having this understanding of what you believe in and your desires helps you go where you want to go, whilst also going with the flow of life. Because that is also the beauty and magic of life. You let these things guide you but they're just a guide. Because there's so many things in life that we can't plan for. And you just have to let it unfold and that's the beauty of it. Also I'm just going to apologize if there's any noise in the background. I have the company of my dog on the couch and she's she's just a puppy so she's going a bit crazy. <laughs> and how journaling has helped me through hard times in my life is that... Very simply, it is just so comforting to know that you're always going to be there for you because like I said at the beginning of the episode, you can't rely on or count on anyone 100% of the time forever. You only really have you. And just knowing that no matter what I'm going through, what kind of day I'm having or who's around, that... I'm going to be there to show up for myself, feel my feelings, empathize and process them. Just makes me feel so comforted because there have been times in my life where I have had to do that every single day and I haven't had people to lean on. And and you know what? I am so grateful for those times because it has showed me the power of having a relationship with yourself. I made it out the other side and I honestly feel like it helps me grow so so much. I also want to talk about the ways that I practice journaling because I get a lot of comments about how to start or where to begin. Honestly my greatest advice is just to start writing and that's what I do. I write the date at the top of the page and then the first thought that comes to my mind gets written down and then the second thought and then the next thought and then I filled up a whole page And my mind is clearer because all these thoughts I'm having and emotions that are arising alongside them, I can see they're out in front of me and I can make sense of them. And some days I start writing and it's two sentences and I realize I have nothing to express. Some days it's six pages, some days it's a one page and there's no point judging your process or where you're at. But Once you start doing this and you can feel the way that it benefits you, you'll continue to do it and then sure enough, it'll be a little bit of a routine and you will feel an even deeper connection to yourself and you'll feel like you really do trust yourself, which is such a beautiful thing. And that leads me to the next part of this conversation, which is discipline, because I think discipline is a really important quality to have within yourself in order to build self-trust and i think that it can often get lost in the conversations that happen online around spirituality because our society has swung so far over to forcing and pushing and being in masculine energy that now the pendulum has swung so far the other way that everyone's obsessed with doing everything intuitively and if it's too hard and I have to force it then I'm not going to do it and I understand that to a certain degree but there does need to be a balance and I'm going to explain why. (laughs) So personally something I really want to work on is my posture and the way I stand and hold myself and I was thinking about this And the concept of doing things intuitively versus having discipline. And if I am to stand intuitively, which is comfortably in the way I've always stood, it is with my shoulders hunched forward and my neck hunched forward. And it's just terrible for me. Like long term, standing like that is not going to do my health or my body any favors. So I want to have discipline and I want to form a new habit and you know, stand tall, proud with my spine up straight and my shoulders back. But if I was to be like, I'm going to stand intuitively, I wouldn't be able to make any changes or grow or improve myself or even keep promises to myself and follow through with them, which is super important to Again, like consistently show up for yourself, no matter what. If you're tired, if you're sad, sometimes you need to have discipline to follow through on the promises that you set yourself because when you trust yourself, you're a lot happier. If you know that anything you tell yourself, you're going to do, and this is a part of the book, The Four Agreements, which is stay true to your word and if there's anyone that is most important to stay true to your word for, it's yourself. If you say you're going to do something, simply do it. And sometimes you don't wanna do it, and sometimes it's really inconvenient and you don't feel like it. But just having discipline in those moments will greatly improve your life and you'll you'll again be able to count on yourself. And you don't have, like I said at the start of this episode, You don't have anyone else with you forever. You can't rely on anyone else ever except for you. And I think that having discipline is very important. I'm not saying go overwork and overstress yourself to the point where it's detrimental to your life. But simple ways that I implement this is every night, most nights, when I'm done having dinner... And I look at that sink of dishes and the last thing that I want to do before I go to bed is clean up the kitchen and clean up my dishes. But I just think to myself, Daisy, if you do this now, if you take a split second of discipline to force yourself to do these dishes, it will be over in literally three minutes. You'll be able to wake up and you don't have to worry about it. You'll have a clean slate and a clean kitchen to start your day tomorrow. And that is so worth it because future me is going to be grateful and every time I do it, I am grateful. And having and having a little fire under your ass for future you is a great quality and it will carry you very far in life. If you just have a split second of discipline for future you, just do everything for future you. If you don't want to work out but you told yourself you would, keep that promise and work out for future you so when you're old you can still move your body and function optimally Clean your space the night before so you, future you can wake up with a clear mind. Even cook yourself a healthy dinner instead of getting takeaway for future you because you'll feel so much better for it. Because there seems to be this mindset that I've observed going around online, whether it's in the manifestation community or people talking about divine feminine and masculine energies, that if something's hard and you have to force it, they're just not going to do it. And I... I definitely agree with this to a certain extent if you have to force it and if it's detrimental to your health or overly stressful, then it's probably not in alignment. But hard work is important. We are beings of masculine and feminine energy and both have great qualities that serve us in different aspects of our life and i think that a long-term romantic relationship is a really great example of this because when you are with someone for a long time life is not always easy and flowing and smooth sailing there is a lot of challenges and times get hard but you don't just say oh my gosh this is too hard i'm gonna give up it's not an alignment You have to show up for the other person and you have to be willing to sit in that discomfort and not just take the instant gratification of, I guess, breaking up with them, leaving them for someone else who you can start this new honeymoon phase with. You can't just always be chasing pleasures, if you know what I'm saying. And when you do put in this work and sit in the discomfort and overcome these challenges together, it actually builds Again, trust. You're able to trust one another. You know that whatever happens in life, you will have each other and you'll be able to get through it together. And that is such a beautiful thing. It's the same for building a business. It's the same for going on a fitness journey. There's going to be hard days. Anything you want to do long-term in life, there's going to be hard days. And I guess discipline is showing up no matter what. And implementing this into your relationship with yourself is so important and nurturing because you're here for the long run with you and you need to be able to know that you're going to be able to trust and count on yourself through everything so I just really wanted to talk about that I felt like it was important to touch on if we're speaking about cultivating a great relationship with yourself And then there's also spending time alone, which a lot of people are scared of. I'm a naturally really introverted person. I love solitude and I've spent a lot of time alone in my life, maybe not necessarily by choice, but I have become really comfortable in my own company and I have to say it feels fucking good. Sometimes it feels lonely, but it is a really important quality in your life to feel at home in your own presence so I want to talk about it when you are comfortable in stillness and solitude it means that you don't have to rely on others and it also means that you won't settle for relationships where people don't treat you with the value and respect that you deserve if you value yourself so highly and you understand that you're a great person and you love being around yourself then you're not going to settle for people who don't also place this same value on you. And we've all been there. We've all been lonely or desperate, whether it's for a partner or a friend. And we attract someone into our lives who isn't the best for us, but we're so afraid of being alone that we choose them anyway. And I don't know about you, but When I've experienced these situations in my life, it's caused me a lot of pain that I'd really like to avoid and I feel like I'm finally at the place now where I've overcome this and I'm very selective of the people who I give my time and energy to, which is a great place to be, but spending time alone is definitely a muscle that you can build. And it's also pure confidence. When I see people who don't rely on others and who think, I want to go traveling, I don't have anyone to go with, I'm just going to go anyway, I'm like, wow, what a bad bitch. Same for people going out to eat by themselves or going to concerts by themselves, because when you're not counting on others, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And what better what better thing to do in life than do whatever the fuck you want? <laughs> so I thought I would share some of my favorite things that I like to do alone. And I do these intentionally. I intentionally go spend time with myself because it's important. And as an introvert, I also really need it to recharge. Um, so hopefully this can inspire you. And maybe you can take yourself out on a date this week. Spend some time with you. Um, I love going out this is my favorite thing to do so it's at the top of the list i love going out to a spot in nature whether it's the beach or a creek and i bring a little picnic rug and i pack some lunch in my picnic basket and i go lay in the sun read a book journal eat my lunch enjoy the time alone in nature sometimes i'll go for a swim if it's warm enough and oh this fills my soul up to the max it's incredible i also love baking and cooking even just pursuing your hobbies like finding hobbies that you can do alone and i'm not sure if i have a lot of hobbies because i like being alone or i like being alone so i have a lot of hobbies if you know what i mean (laughs) but yeah cooking and baking specifically baking is my favorite and It's been such a passion of mine since I was a kid and I still love to practice it. Even gardening, sewing, make some art on your own. Get in that flow state because when you're by yourself, maybe put on some good music and focus your attention on one task or one activity and you will drop into that meditative flow state, which is such a great way to really tap in and tune into you even take yourself to go get a coffee or a chai at a cafe and bring a book and just sit there and read that is so nice on a rainy day or if there's a movie you've really wanted to see but no one else wants to see it just go see it go get go to gold class get the big comfy seats and a huge thing of popcorn and chill out whatever you want to do just do it even if it means you're going to do it alone and it'll probably be better because you don't have other people's opinions and what they want to do you'll just be able to do exactly what you want to do there's actually a lot of benefits to it I also I can't not mention this I am a spa enthusiast I love going to a bathhouse or a spa on my own and just sitting in the sauna and the magnesium pools and relaxing and unwinding you have to try that you have to do it Even if I'm spending the night alone at home, which gets a bad rap. People frown upon this, but it is one of the most enjoyable things to do. I go on Pinterest and I find a new recipe I want to try for dinner. And then I cook myself a delicious, healthy meal and also a delicious, healthy dessert because I am a sweet tooth. And if I'm making dinner, I'm making dessert, it's got to be a full menu because I deserve it, obviously. And then I have a really nice hot shower. I do my full skincare. Maybe I put on a movie or I just read my book and have a little cup of tea. And that is so beautiful. That is one of my favorite things to do. It is just so meditative and full self-care mode, full self-care mode. It's the best. You need to try it because you actually deserve it. You deserve to take care of yourself and cook for yourself just like you would if people were coming over to your house. Even light some candles. Make it a full ritual. And you know what? Let's talk about self-care and self-love because as a Taurus rising, if you can't tell I'm a Taurus rising and a Libra sun and Gemini moon, I'll just put my astrology out there because I feel like people always want to know that and if I was listening to a podcast I need to know your full birth chart please tell me but anyway self-care and self-love it is so sad to me when words with such great intention and positive energy infused into them become consumerism capitalism marketing buzzwords because how many things do you see sold to you on a daily basis and where they say this is self-care the ultimate self-care like give yourself self-love buy our face mask buy our perfume buy our crystal gua sha and it's just marketing but self-love and self-care is so much deeper than that and I don't want to talk about it on this surface level marketing point if you know what I mean And self-love can be really hard to cultivate, even just self-acceptance. I actually like the term self-acceptance more because it just feels more like like you can let go and release that attachment if you accept yourself. Self-love feels like this ladder that I will forever be climbing, trying to love myself. But self-acceptance just feels like I can take a big exhale and just... In every moment, I can accept myself. I can't love myself in every moment, but in every moment, I can accept myself. Social media definitely doesn't make this easy. And I've been on social media from a very young age. And I'm actually very proud of the way I've navigated it. Because when I was about 13 or 14, I came up with this affirmation. I'm not sure if I read it somewhere, but I came up with this affirmation. I would say to myself, When I would feel that feeling of comparison, when I was scrolling Instagram, because Instagram was all the rage back then, and I saw a photo of a beautiful girl. And you know, when you can actually feel your self esteem start to drop and the self doubt creep in, and you're thinking, why is she so skinny and I'm not? Why is she so beautiful and I'm not? Why don't I look like that? And I would literally say to myself, because I'm not her. I'm me. She is stunning and beautiful, but there is actually physically no way that I can have her same lips or cheekbones or body shape because I'm not her. So there's no point in me comparing myself to her because I'm me and she's her. There's no comparison. We're different people. That's why I don't look like that because I'm not her. And for some reason, just that really logical Maybe taking the emotion out of it and bringing logic into it and saying, I can't compare myself to someone who's literally not me saved me from those awful negative feelings of comparison and self-doubt and lowering your self-esteem because of someone on social media. And being really fussy about who you let into your energetic field and who you follow online is a form of self-care. If you view someone's content and it makes you feel lower, and not uplifted and positive about yourself, then you need to unfollow them, even block them so their content doesn't come up on your feed. It's important that we protect our energy and our mind, especially online and in real life, because that is our life force. That is where we live every day. Our mind is where we exist, our consciousness exists, and it's important that we protect this. So definitely try this affirmation If you find comparing yourself to others is something you struggle with and know you're not alone because when I talk to my friends now, I don't know a single girl who has made it out of their teens and 20s alive without some form of body image issues or disordered eating and it absolutely breaks my heart. So if there's anything that I have the power to change in raising the next generation of women to not be insecure and unsure of themselves and place all of their value on the way they look. I will do it and I will spread that message and I feel like that tiny little thing probably saved me from a lot of pain. But it's just so heartbreaking hearing about the most beautiful, beautiful women and girls talk about their struggle with these things because it feels like it's everyone. I literally don't know single girl who has always felt confident in their body but there are things that we can do to nourish ourselves and our bodies because we love ourselves and I wanted to share self-love practices on here that don't involve me selling you something right now or you spending money just habits that I like to do on a regular basis because I love myself and this involves Eating well and eating enough because when I'm busy or when I'm focused on working, the first thing that I neglect is cooking or thinking about having balanced meals, but I notice if I snack all day and don't actually prepare myself proper quality nutrition, I'm anxious, I'm scattered, I can't really think straight even though I'm still eating it's just like I'm not slowing down and having that intentional ritual of pouring love into a meal and consuming it mindfully. I am going to do an entire episode all about the vibration and energy of food and how it's more than just the ingredients that we're consuming because I'm really passionate about it but yes slowing down and having But yes, slowing down and making eating a ritual and doing it mindfully and making sure I'm getting enough healthy fats and protein and having a balanced meal is really important and it's definitely a way that I nourish myself and I'm not perfect at this. Yesterday, I was in such a busy mindset. I had lots to get done before I had to go to work and I was snacking all morning. I was having yogurt and grapes and crackers and fruit but not i didn't actually sit down for a proper meal and let me tell you i was so hungry and i was so tired and i did not feel my best and i don't deserve that i deserve more than that so that's definitely a really beautiful way that you can make time for yourself i think the most basic things are just taking care of yourself like going out into nature spending time in nature in silence and stillness is the most calming relaxing beautiful thing and I think it just it actually has scientific research on how this benefits not only our bodies but our minds but it heals us in literally every way and it's free it's literally free anyone can go out take their shoes off and lie down on the grass and trust me connecting with mother earth allowing her to hold you that's fucking self-love okay that money can't buy You can make any way that you take care of yourself a self-love ritual, and I swear I never shut up about skincare, but my shower routine is when I'm able to pour this loving and nourishing energy into myself and my body, especially body oil. I made this DIY self-love body oil, and it's so amazing to just really massage it in to my arms and my legs and my stomach and i notice i wake up the next day feeling so great because it's just about slowing down making it intentional and really focusing your energy into uplifting and loving you and yeah having a great shower routine washing my hair using products from the earth that aren't expensive i'm not talking about spending money but you can even do this like even doing yoga before bed is a form of self-care or making a cup of tea and reading your favorite book. Just do, doing anything you love in an intentional way is is going to fill your soul up and connect you to that place of peace. But that is just about everything I have to share this week on cultivating a wonderful relationship with yourself because when you value and love and respect and trust and honor you this pours into every other aspect of your life when you're confident you're able to pursue more in your career when you know your worth you are able to seek out uplifting friendships when you value your time you don't waste it on people who aren't deserving and when you love yourself what pours out into the people around you is also love It is literally a way to make the world a better place. We can get really focused on pouring so much of our time and energy into the relationships around us that we often neglect ourselves. But showing up for yourself makes you a better partner. It makes you a better daughter, better father, better sister, brother, auntie, friend, colleague. It just makes you a better person people subconsciously see that the way you treat yourself is probably how you're going to treat them so you'll also likely attract a lot more opportunities and connections as well but I'm so grateful to be able to share the tools that have helped me on my journey and hopefully they've helped you too in some way as always I'm going to close out this episode with a channeled message so take what resonates leave the rest I'm just going to get straight into it this is what is coming through for the collective to hear go outside it's not that difficult you don't need all these fancy marketable products and therapies to feel better or be enough it's as simple as going outside run a little dance a little and feel the euphoria of the way sweat starts to drip out of your skin and your heart rate increase watch the smile of the dogs that pass you and the cool air that runs along your arms see don't you already feel better it's just life live and you'll be loved you know I really loved how short and sweet that little channeled message was this week and I think it's so relevant because we can get so in our heads about being on a healing journey and trying to do all these things to make ourselves better and love ourselves and buy everything but it's true literally go outside and breathe And live and you will be loved. Like, we don't need to do all these complex things and these fancy breath works and meditations. Just live and you are enough. You are loved. So fucking true. Thank you, angels, for that one. And for the three journal prompts this week, they will also be in the show notes below so you can come back to them. If you feel inspired to start journaling after this episode, I hope you do because it will... It will just deepen your relationship with yourself and you get to know yourself better. Win, win, win. Okay, the first journal prompt is, how do I feel about myself? How can I deepen my relationship with myself? And what areas of my life need more flow or force? Let me know how you go with those ones. You can comment on my latest TikTok video that I'll post for this episode. My username is Daisy Evia. So Daisy like the flower, E-V-I-A. Or you can DM me. I would love to hear from you if that brought anything insightful up. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it on your Instagram story or with a friend and honestly just straight up thank you thank you for listening and thank you for caring about this because i've received comments and messages about this and i actually can't believe that people care so i'm so grateful and i hope that you have a really great sunday i love that i post these on sundays have the best most relaxing sunday ever i love you